Okay, everyone, uh, it's Jesus Walks podcast again. As usually on Mondays, we are back here. And this time we are looking into the uh, subject of discipleship. Uh, we are looking on the topic, how to practically disciple someone to Jesus. As usually, it's three of us. Uh, with me is Martin, uh, Sweden is represented, and uh, Aunt Jakob from Norway, Bergen. Hey guys, how are you? Fine, thanks. Doing well. Doing well today. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, I guess we just jump in. Uh, yeah. So uh, we thought uh, as we are, you know, doing uh, every two weeks, we are uh, moving from leadership to discipleship uh, uh, topics. Uh, and we wanted to make this one very practical. <laughs> so uh, we'll try to aim for that and, and uh, keep the direction. Uh, mm-hmm. So... So as uh, we have had the webinar with some of you and some individual conversations, we have seen that the topic of, uh, of discipleship is an important one. Uh, and uh, in more specific, uh, we actually want to look today in the part of disciple making or discipleship that uh, is more aimed uh, towards uh, leading people that do not yet know Jesus and uh, yeah, how to lead them to Jesus. Uh, uh, what are the... Yeah, the stories, testimonies that builds the faith, what are some maybe practical tools, also maybe some failures and uh, lessons we have learned along the way. And uh, that's what we want to cover today. Uh, and yeah, I think as we look to Jesus and the, uh, as we call it Jesus movement, uh, that's, that's the main thing. That's the first thing we want to see, first of all, in our lives. Uh, and uh, we definitely share from humble place because uh, we learn as we go, and uh, we just want to make this a community of learning, definitely as disciples. So, so take all of what we will share as like reflections and uh, just encouragement for you to process where you are uh, and how you can make your step and uh, uh, yeah forward. So, um, how to lead uh, people to Jesus or how to disciple? I think it's first, right, guys? This idea that. Uh, Discipleship or disciple making, uh, uh, so to call, is not only meant for uh, the believers, but it actually starts with people, our friends, our colleagues, our neighbors that do not yet know Jesus. I know. Uh, is there any first reflection before we hit more like uh, um, practical stories or testimonies? Uh, yeah, how you approach this subject? Is it easy to approach it uh, or encourage other believers to disciple non-believers and lead to Jesus? What have you experienced, guys? I guess it's just like when we look at Jesus that it's so central somehow. It's the Jesus story is about basically him and these disciples. And then he, in the end, sends them to to go and make disciples. And uh, so I think it's like such a core topic to touch. So it's really uh, it's good to get into get into it and share life and, and, and different kinds of experiences on it and try to encourage each other in that. Martin. Yeah, I um, yeah my experience or, or um, uh, where I have been, I, I would say that it's uh, it's quite uh, challenging because people have quite low self esteem in discipling others. So uh, yeah. um, it's easy to think that yeah, I don't really know how to do this or or. Uh, where should I start or what I'm, I'm supposed to do? Or so I think also we get it, we get into a structure and a system when we think that 
yeah, that's the pastor's uh, role, and uh, it's uh, yeah, you, you you turn up in church, and and then you grow along the along the road, and then yeah, it ho- hopefully turns out well in the end. I think that's uh, um, that's pretty much where I've been in and um, discipling one to one or. Uh, having a, like a responsibility in, in discipling, it's uh, has been quite unusual and I think a bit scary. Uh, so I think they, they, therefore it's a great topic for us to to dig into. Um, yeah, uh, and I think as uh, we cover this topic, the encouragement is for everyone, uh, right, to be activated. Uh, that's our heart, and uh, I also come from a place where I used to think. Uh, like discipling someone to Jesus, that sounds like the job for the leaders or evangelists, you know, mm-hmm. those out there. And I think as we uh, do this podcast and uh, yeah, share things, our heart is to see this activation of the body of Christ and uh, and to acknowledge how all of us can be activated in the areas where we are with people who we have. So, yeah, I don't know, guys. What about you? What have you experienced? Uh, is maybe the first steps uh, of someone saying, "Okay, uh, I maybe want to. Uh, I'm a believer. I follow Jesus." Uh, uh, yeah, where do you? Where do someone start? Maybe uh, you know, someone listening saying, "Okay, I want to uh, make first steps of discipling uh, a person to Jesus." What would you like encourage to start with? If I if I kick off, uh, uh, I I think if if we have any kind of uh, group or any kind of of um, structure in the in the smaller setting, I think that's a really good way to start. Especially if we, if we aren't that um, experienced in the in the subject, so bring people along, connect them with other Christians, but also. Uh, let them just be part of uh, a community where people are wanting to grow as disciples. And and uh, I think one one thing about it is, if we also look at Jesus, it's uh, um, it's not so. He's not trying to force them into discipleship. They're hanging out. They're having a uh, fishing a bit and having barbecue and walking around and. Then it's some teaching and uh, deliverance, and then they yeah, have a boat ride again. So I, I think that it's not that we are like focused on. Okay, great. Now, you, now you you want to grow as a disciple. Okay, so then we uh, we do this, and then we read this, and then we do that. I, I think much more um, hanging out together, and also accept uh, accept that growth uh, will take place, and. Also, that it's um, it's not just when you are are planning for it. It's it's in between, like uh, in the kitchen, uh, uh, doing the dishes. Then that's where the the best conversations come. Not uh, maybe when you're sitting down and and read the Bible together. So I think, yeah, um, yeah bring along with uh, with. Uh, with some kind of group, if it's small group or a discipling group or accountability group or whatever you call it. And, and so, yeah, I think that's the, the first uh, advice I would have. Art Jacob, how about you? Uh, what would you say, like, uh, good first steps to start with? I, th- I think um, 
if we're talking about some of us who feel that it's like a big step to take or like Martin says, you know, that there's a low self-esteem and, and it feels like a challenging thing and you don't feel good enough as a Christian, these kinds of things. For those in that category, everybody's not in the same category. Mm. But for those uh, of us, I think many, many can, you know, know how that can feel, you know, that you haven't kind of performed well enough for you. You know, it's, I think it's, it's often something about removing this um, hurdle of uh, that is hindering you and that has to do with why you do it. Mm. And I think I just wanted to set, set you guys free who, who are watching and listening really that you don't have to, it's not like a religious duty on you to do this, you know? Like you have to evangelize, you have to disciple somebody and like you have to reach this and this many people or start these groups or something like and So I just want to say you don't have to do anything. And, um, and also this, this fear that is, that is there about kind of, okay, I'm, I'm afraid to talk to that person about Jesus, that that's classmate, you know, in school or university or something or at work. Right. And then I think it's like something about, um, try to get, try to leave all that behind and kind of lay it down and, and go to God with it. And, and try to more capture God's heart, you know, because God's heart is more like I, I see for my in my life when I when I get to to I recently had like this fight with fear in my life. I saw some new fears that came up, and it came up through in my marriage uh, because in the marriage, you, you know, the other person comes so close, and so many things are being exposed. And so, and when I got to grips with that fear, and I got to lay it down, and I got to kind of. Um, get off of that religious duty in some area of my life particularly that had to do with ministry as well then I feel that from my heart something came up that that actually wanted to seek God and wanted to share about him you know and then I think also that if we can capture that that Jesus uh, tells us to do this because of the love for the people mm. not so that you should perform well you know and have a good story to tell or it's not a duty on you, you know, but it's it's actually because uh, God God cares and 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 you can love people and 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 become part of this, you know, and and it doesn't take a professional Christian or something at all because Jesus lives in you and you have the gospel and you have the Holy Spirit. So it's like it's I think it's not so complicated actually, but mm. it's good to to just connect to that the right motivation so you don't have to strive and struggle for years and years because I think many from especially Christian circles, they have felt this heaviness. Mm. They just want to try to remove that or encourage you to lay it off. Mm. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, yeah, re- really agree. I think it uh, in my life, it, it God used uh, practical situations to actually show his heart, both for me and then for the people. I think uh, one of the maybe major mistakes I did in the early stage was more think of it as like an agenda, uh, like a project, you know, mm like a weekly outreach or something and suddenly it becomes like inseparated from my everyday life uh, and somehow yeah more like project based so there was example there was this one guy i had on my heart uh, you know to share the gospel to 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 lead to jesus like good intention and uh, at the moment when he basically said no you know, I felt, uh, okay, you know, I was a bit disappointed. I want to kind of keep moving further. And what I felt the Holy Spirit at that moment showed is uh, is basically, will you keep on uh, being with him? 
because mm. God's love for the guy. Mm. The funny thing he said, I don't want you to preach me the gospel. The guy said, but do you want to go and hang out and have some uh, coffee today? <laughs> and for me, actually, it was uh, uh, really a revelation of my heart at that moment where, where I didn't actually want to, as Martin, you said, involve him in my life. Uh, it was more like a project-based approach. Mm. I think that has been something uh, see, it's so important in the early stage, as you mentioned, Arnt Jacob, is uh, to actually res- uh, like capture God's heart for the person you want to speak with or pray for. You know, that it's actually uh, God's heart is love, that he sends his son, and the son uh, sends us as his disciples further. It's still this love uh, for the lost. And yeah, mm. so I think it's a very, uh, it's kind of, we could say this revelation leads to very practical steps, but it's so needed and necessity is so high for this to be, yeah, in the in the right place before we approach people, right? Because I think mm. people smell projects; they have a yeah, definitely, a, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very good. And one lesson I, I got reminded of is that I. Uh, I've thought that yeah, this kind of of people that that uh, want to uh, are curious or or say that I want to to learn more and so on. I, I I've been a bit afraid of of bringing them along because maybe this is like too uh, this is too heavy or this is too spiritual or this is too for just mature Christians. And and actually, I have a interesting uh, experience a long time ago, like fifteen years ago, and we we had a group. Uh, praying in a central church in, in the city I was living in, in Uppsala. Uh, every Monday we prayed for um, yeah, revival in the city, prayed for the unity by, among the churches, for people getting saved. And that, that kind of, of a prayer meeting, we were like uh, between five and 12 people every week doing that on Monday evening. So And, and, and you know, you, you can imagine the setting. It's quite boring it's quite uh, uh yeah it's it's uh, it's for prayer and uh, and we are there <laughs> by discipline uh, a lot and then this uh, one night a lady just came in because the door was open so she entered the church uh, she was a muslim uh, or former muslim she didn't know what she believed but she sometimes go have uh, gone into churches to light a candle or something and uh, so we said, hey, hi, uh, and ex- explain what we're doing. And uh, she, I think she sat down. But the, the interesting part was that she then started joining us, not, not maybe for prayer, but she was uh, attracted by the faith. So she came to Christ and a bit got discipled afterwards. We... we we maybe had some coffee afterwards and just hanging out together after the prayer. So that was her primary uh, disciple uh, area. And, and uh, that's not suitable at all, I would say, for uh, a former Muslim lady who's like 20 years older than the rest of us. But uh, then I realized that, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's probably the other way around, that it's it's uh, probably good to bring that kind of people if they are interested into um, um, areas where, where it's not like the it's not really for them, but they are, are able to, to to take part on on their 
level or on their level of commitment, like no strings attached, yeah, we, we're going to pray. And if you want to come, please, please come. And you don't need to pray, but we're going to pray for, for this and this. And uh, I've also, after that, uh, done it a couple of times with, with the new beliefs. And, and that's, um, that's uh, fascinating how they grow and uh, how well fit it is, even though it, it doesn't look that way. Mm. How about you, Aunt Jacob? Any like, uh, yeah, good experience you have seen? Maybe unorthodox experience on like discipling <laughs> people to Jesus? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think people have different approach a little bit. I mean, some are very uh, maybe even good at this thing about hanging out, uh, spending time, doing different things with people. For me, that has not always been so easy. To be honest, I've been maybe a bit of like. Uh, going deep type of person. I mean, I have interests and love to be with people, but I have a tendency to go a bit fast to the deep things with people. And But it happens in a natural way. So I think we are just, you know, different and Jesus can use us in different ways. But but as for me, what I what I learned when I was reading the Bible and starting to, to live this out after I had met Jesus personally in my life was uh, that I, I understood that it, I needed to take it a bit further than what I had learned in church, so to say, because um, sometimes we we can focus on on sharing uh, your testimony, you know, sharing a bit about how you came to faith in Jesus, or uh, maybe also you know share share something from the Bible, like uh, John three sixteen or some Bible central Bible verse and the gospel, which is of course uh, the most important thing because it's the the gospel that saves, right? It's the the living word of God uh, that He works through, and He He brings the faith to people, right? So, but but um, I saw that that I needed to to be a bit more bold and take some more steps. So, to to speak, fra- I mean practically about it. What I what I uh, started was to start more to not just share my testimony and then kind of say bye and see you next time and hope something will happen, you know, and go waiting for a long time and see what happens. But actually to keep engaging with people in their journey and not be afraid of that, you know, not to be afraid of how that journey is going to be for them. Uh, And also get to share struggles, uh, get into this thing that has to do with uh, repentance from sin, sin issues in people's lives where they need forgiveness I would share personally about different th- sin in my life I had turned away from. Um, and also, uh, I would also start learning about also that people can have like spiritual problems that they need help with. And so I- I'm just saying that that when you when you dare to to walk with people, you learn so much on the on the road because because the Holy Spirit is so such a good helper. And that's the awesome thing with, with uh, for all of us and also you who are listening or watching is that you don't have to be the expert. You just have to 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 dare to make some practical steps. And so when just before we went on uh, here with the, with the podcast today, I was hearing, I think it was like the Holy Spirit just gave me the word generous. And that is so true that when you make a step, the Holy Spirit is so generous to help you. It's incredible. For me, I feel very often new believers often are the ones God uses the most, actually, without all the knowledge. You know, you know, very simple often, but they 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 have a good heart, and and then then the Holy Spirit helps so much. So, um, mm. 
Yeah, maybe we can, we can, I also have some more thoughts on the more like practical how you can, but maybe uh, I will give it back first to you, Mark, just to reflect back maybe. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's very good what you mentioned. Uh, I recently had this experience uh, with, uh, and yeah, feedback in my, in my thinking as well uh, on how to disciple people. And what I have come to see is that um, for a while I did it just, uh, you know, me, my wife, you know, we have some like non-believer friends and we did it. And at some point I realized actually there's something about involving uh, also another believer that maybe wants to go on the same journey. You know, actually, how do you practically, uh, you know, read the scripture together? You know, how do you know, what do you read or uh, at which point do you share what? You know, uh, is it one time meeting or is the person committed enough to, you know, make more steps and, and catch up for a coffee? And so uh, what has I have found very interesting to be is uh, having a setting where, as you guys mentioned, there's a, like a non-believer, uh, a, a person coming step by step to Jesus and having, uh, let's say I have right now a situation with two guys, two believers and a, and a girl that's step by step coming to Jesus. And we just gather together and we read uh, the words of Jesus about himself. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, we can post it later, the seven identity statements from the Gospel of John, you know, I just so like to go in the Word of God, you know, it's like a good foundation. And so we just look, what did Jesus say about him? Who is he? And so, you know, we talk and then we like, okay, how does that has applied in our lives? And the cool thing is that if we are transparent and vulnerable, it's this basically a new community of, of disciples learning about Jesus, right? And some are, you know, already following and committed and still experiencing challenges and questions and it's so healthy for, I think, for someone that's mm. on his journey to hear that. And as you said, mm. not to have the hypocrisy uh, mask, everything's fine, I have no questions. But actually say, you know, I believe he's the bread of life, but there's times when I struggle with it, you know, I often mm. eat somewhere else, you know. Uh, uh, and so we have had only two meetings, but it's been so amazing. And the coolest thing what I have experienced is that it's just this relational, natural conversation uh, yeah, setting. And if there's the Word of God, and if you ask for the Spirit to work, there's tremendous stuff happening. And uh, just like this encouragement, uh, yeah, to also just use the Word of God uh, and actually let the person read it as well. Uh, encourage the person to read. And uh, the encouragement was that we said, you know, we will get you the Bible. The person had no, uh, no like, Christian background, no, no prayers, no Bibles, nothing. And the hunger was so deep that, uh, you know, found on Google the Bible, we read it. And after a second time, we didn't manage even yet to buy the Bible. And the person had already purchased and said, I just need the physical copy. <laughs> and, uh, and there's something so beautiful what happens. And when I think we, we, uh, we actually have this both. We learn as like believers together uh, and grow. But there's also a non-believer or someone that's, uh, you know, coming from unbelief to faith uh, on his journey. And I think that mixture, that wholeness, what happens is so healthy for everyone. I think it's so healthy also for the believers sometimes, maybe mm. in your Bible study group to have a non-believer uh, and actually, you know, not to speak in the Christian slang and, and things like that. So so I think that's a good, uh, yeah, good something for everyone listening to think, can I, you know, can I be more intentional even with the Bible study group I have or like the, the two or three guys or girls that we meet, can we actually ask Holy Spirit, is there someone we might invite to the group and still read the scripture together or pray, but actually have someone involved? Mm. So, uh, yeah. 
But I, I think that's a, a crucial thing there, Marx, is with connecting uh, the new new believers or non-believers or newcomers directly to to Jesus, because it's so easy that we are connecting them to us. So it's actually our disciples. Mm-hmm. So they are also we are the ones teaching them, uh, and not that we are are. Um, yeah two humans on um on a fellow road towards jesus and we discover him in the bible because i i think also that's that's uh the the attitude that we we are reading the bible and no matter how how long we've been christians we are here to, to see how can we understand more um follow more um or deeply um be inspired, etc., etc. So it's not that one is is uh, one is uh, the master who's going to teach the others, or uh, but that we are like on, in the same boat, uh, people who want to be inspired and follow more. So I, I think that's really good to to uh, get to Jesus, and also um, my experience is that it. it it creates better conversations. If it's not me who says this is this is what uh, like I believe or Christians believe or whatever, but if we just read Jesus's own words or what he's uh, doing and saying, then we could then we could uh, look at him and the text uh, from from different an- angles, and it's uh, uh, it creates more in- interesting conversations, I guess, than it's me like me trying to convince you that believe like me or understand like I do. Uh, so I think that's a really good thing. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Arndt Jakob? Anything to add on this? Yeah, there's a practical way I would like to to give out this as a suggestion. And that is uh, simply if you have, I mean, you can pray, ask God who those people might be. But if there are people then that come to mind or that you know about that, that seem to be uh, open, you know, then just invite them to your home on a regular basis. Could be like uh, a Thursday night, like every week for, for, for some weeks. Could be like a set time. It can also be just open horizon. And, and uh, where you eat some food together. And then you simply read something from the Bible together every time. And then you you talk about it and talk about it in in regards to your life, and that also when when uh, the new people that are not believers, they can also ask whatever questions they want. And so I think that has been really really good. Um, one example from our home, from from me and from my wife, is that we invited two two uh, two guys, uh, and they wanted to come. They wanted to read the Bible. They found it interesting. And also this approach that they, you know, can come with whatever questions they have. And it wasn't like, a, yeah, it was a very open thing. And also we had friendships. It was already, you know, this relational uh, uh, connection. And then we we read something in, in the Bible every time. And then different angles of, of the, the Bible story and particularly also in on Jesus. Uh, and when we did that, we, we were reading it. And then after that, we had some time where, where the people could just write down on paper different comments or things they saw in the text. And then afterwards, we would talk about it. 
Hmm. And uh, it was so interesting to see that uh, that we had times with, with these new people, we were t- these two new people, where they just saw things uh, like that suddenly just came up for them and they were like, what? I didn't know this was in the Bible. And and um, and one of these guys is a, is a, a Chinese friend and, and he was reading it and he found like uh, this concept of Tao in the Bible translation, which is like this huge concept uh, from his own culture. And so when Jesus is the word, the logos, but it was the Tao in his uh, translation. It exploded his mind, you know, for who Jesus was, and so, and um, he went on to to uh, to become a believer. So he 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 believed, you know, in Jesus, and and uh, he went through, and he was baptized in water, and 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 received the Holy Spirit, and he really, yeah, got a new uh, a new life, and he he went on to to lead more people to Jesus afterwards, just very naturally. He started to read the Bible more than most, I think, of the Christians around. And and, and the other person that we had, um, uh, he went a quite a long way, would say, but uh, hasn't yet taken that step. And uh, we stay in good relationship. And there is always this different kinds of soil that Jesus teaches about. And But it's just very simple. Uh, and... Um, it's a great way also to lead people into the Bible because then they can, after that, they can go along with God yeah. themselves with the Bible, actually. Hmm. That's very good. Uh, yeah, I, from my side, also the practical uh, aspect is, I think, to, uh, as you, Martin, mentioned, I think of this discipleship or this relational way of leading people to Jesus, uh, thinking of the everyday life. Uh, you know, uh, with these guys, we go to the gym together. We, uh, you know, we, we sometimes gather together to read. Uh, there's like times when you would just spend time together. Uh, like we had game night. And uh, the funny part was we, we actually didn't end up to the games. We had really good food, Indian food, very good. And then just uh, there were questions, you know, uh, questions about like faith, how to hear God or very important questions on the journey as they, they already make others disciples. But there's also this process, okay, how I continue growing myself, right? And I, I think it's... Uh, it just feels so natural, as you mentioned. So uh, the Antiochus suggestion of food, uh, home, just relational way of, of growing together. And I think ideally, if just ask God if there's uh, like a group of friends that it can be natural way of making sometimes maybe a rhythm, you know. Uh, uh, my encouragement is also in these times, use Zoom or like any other uh, connecting platforms, uh, you know. Uh, in some places, there's like restrictions of gathering or like uh, connecting use technologies, uh, ask Holy Spirit and uh, actually obey. And I think the encouragement for me is the uh, story about Philip in Acts. We can read that, uh, I think it was Acts 8, where Holy Spirit uh, led him to actually make steps of obedience and he went to a certain place and then a bit more and suddenly he hears the Ethiopian eunuch, the guy from Ethiopia, reading uh, scripture, basically searching for God but not understanding how to get there. And, you know, God sent him by the Holy Spirit, but he also, you know, uh, helped him to, to to meet Jesus. And he proclaimed the gospel and there was a new disciple that was born. So I think just encouragement that there also practically Holy Spirit will lead you on a very practical level. Just ask him and obey, uh, you know, uh, and have a community of people that you can uh, lead the process together, uh, both in uh, reaching to people or continuing that relational process as you go. 
yeah, Martin, any practical suggestion from your side? Uh, you have seen uh, yeah, good fruits or you can encourage others. Um, yeah, but I think uh, hanging out and, and uh, doing practical stuff, I think especially for guys, I, I think a lot of men in, uh, in our part of the world have difficult just okay we meet at a cafe for guys not uh, not knowing each other too well and like read the bible that's uh, for a lot of men that's really awkward but if we say yeah we we need can you come over and help me paint my garage then it's no problem and then we will have a pizza and then coffee and then uh, hanging out after the painting is done etc uh, etc et or or we we meet to watch sports uh and and then we have a lot of good conversations uh, after the game or during or uh, in the breaks and and so on so i think finding those practical ways but do it also intentionally so uh we don't just talk about the the players or uh, but I, I think finding some I have a, an interesting experience of this. Uh, we played some floorball when I was at senior high school uh, uh, with, with some friends. And um, uh, then we all of us moved away. And then we got home over Christmas. So we, um, we, we meet the day before Christmas and play floorball and ended for a lot of uh, years. But the funny thing back then was that we, we hardly played. We, we met at maybe 10 p.m., but the first game maybe started at 11.30 something. It took an hour and a half just to get from under their dressing room to the, to the court because uh, we have so much to talk about. But if we say, yeah, we, we sit down in the sofa and, and ask about girlfriends and kids and work and everything, that, that wouldn't happen. So we need to have the floorball to blame and then we were out there playing and shutting half night. Um, and I, I think that's, um, that's an experience uh, uh, that we, we need to find that kind of uh, setting that's good for us in order to, uh, uh, to have the good conversations. Uh, and for other people, I, I had an alpha course a couple of years ago with a couple of people with ADHD. So they had really hard time sitting sitting still so after the teaching uh for half an hour they was uh yeah they really jumped up and down so i had them in a small group so we went outside every time and i sat on a, on a bench and they were walking around me <laughs> and then we had great conversations because i'm a bit lazy we could probably walk around all three of us but i i'm a bit lazy so i sat down and they walked around and we had great conversation and it it looked silly probably, but we, we, we find the best setting for, for them in order to have good conversations. And I think that's, uh, that's the key for us. Mm. Very good. Aunt Jacob, any last thought from you? Yeah, I think, um, when Jesus says, uh, make disciples, like it's, so I think one part is this thing about the people actually come to a place where they believe in Jesus. So they, they can hear or read what the Bible says about him or from what you share about him and he can believe it. But then after after that happens, uh, also 
God uh, wants to do uh, things in their lives. And then it's like this practical side. So I'm just thinking that also not just to to stop Mm. at the point where they actually stop believing, but but try to also uh, stay with them, of course. I mean, <laughs> but also to see if there are things that needs they need help with still. And so, on my side of experience with some of these new disciples from this last season, now uh, one of the things that have come up in in several instances um, have been the importance of uh, forgiving people that have hurt them, and. Um, and that's been like really, really core issue because there have been some very deep wounds that uh, that these uh, people have been through because people that have uh, hurt them in really bad ways and even also uh, like more like a spiritual type of um, torment and problems where there needs to come a freedom from that. But for that freedom to come, it seemed that it was needed to go through a forgiveness and to let go of bitterness, you know, and really not only receive God's forgiveness and and for yourself, but also to extend that grace and forgiveness like Jesus teaches. And and then the freedom would come. And, and, And until that happened, it was very, very hard actually to live as a free follower of Jesus. And so it's also something about the, yeah, to 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 uh, st- you know st- stay and 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 keep on being just available in God's hand, and He will keep on doing things and beautiful things. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, and uh, my last encouragement is prayer. Uh, uh, just start with prayer. Pray for the person that God puts in your heart. Uh, maybe it's a person you haven't yet connected with, and you want to make the first step uh, of reaching out. Maybe it's someone that you have and you know there hasn't been like a further movement uh, do not give up uh, on the person that maintain in prayer and uh, yeah we have just seen again and again that uh, miraculous stuff happens when we actually just intercede for the person and for his heart to be opened by the spirit mm. uh, that's what he does uh, amazingly and he wants for us to make our step as well so just uh, the encouragement uh, pray uh, and uh, yeah, trust the spirit's work and obey when he asks you to obey and uh, yeah so uh, I think Aunt Jacob you touched a good the topic for some time ahead uh, you know how to um, What's the process after a person, you know, we have seen maybe coming to Jesus, we have made those steps of, yeah. uh, of seeing the breakthrough. Is someone like saying, yeah, mm. I want to surrender to Jesus. I, I want what you have in your life, the intimacy with God or the, 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 the guidance of the Holy Spirit. How do you maintain that process further? Uh, that's, uh, that's a very uh, good and needed subject as well. So uh, it yeah. just rings a bell that we need to touch it sometime ahead as well. Yeah. So, yeah. It's something about touching that heart i think also here on the podcast we have a real longing to just just things can can be really like simple that we we relate to god we live we are his we live with him we follow jesus we we want to be followers you know of jesus and we don't want to be like all up in in kind of religious tradition and duty that you don't understand why you're doing right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But really, just the simple relationship, and when that is when that is in place, and that freedom is there, that life flows, you know. And then we want to do the spirit gives us that we want to do those things, right? Mm-hmm. We actually care about people, we, and so we just want to lo- be ourselves, be around people, love people, and then these things happen naturally. And 
So if, if that movement can happen in that way, I mean, everybody uh, loves Jesus pretty much. He's amazing. Mm. He's just awesome. You, you know, talk to atheists or whatever, but they kind of love him, you know? And I think it's just like the more of him that just comes through in simple, vulnerable lives like ours. It is really no limit to what can happen. He is just glorious and amazing. And so, so we are on a journey for sure. You know, we're on a journey, but we are motivated uh, to keep going that journey together with also you guys who are listening and watching and with each other. So that's very good. Yeah. Now we are a bit behind our time limit as usual. Uh, I just wanted to ask, Aunt Jacob, could you finish with a prayer? I had a sense that you can just pray for those that uh, maybe feel the heaviness of of, uh, of this that you're sharing. Yeah. That, that maybe somewhere in their heart they want, but it's maybe been bad experience or maybe it just feels like a, a religious duty, as you say. Can you just pray over yeah. for it? And we end yeah, with sure. prayer. Yeah, yeah. Jesus... Um... We have a longing, Jesus, for, for this, just to be with you, Jesus, and uh, to walk with you like uh, these guys we read about did, that could be so close and that could walk with you, that could hear you speak and teach and, and, uh, and learn from you in a very practical way. Yes. And thank you that you have sent the Holy Spirit. We are just now getting into the Pentecost and the spirit came and uh, you said that you would come and, and you would be with each and every one of us. And so I just, I just pray for freedom, Lord. Amen. And just pray for that heavy yoke of uh, religion or duty or performance uh, type of um, feeling of having to perform, mm. feeling of being a failure, the lies of all of that, whoever, like however it came in, in any of our lives. So just pray for, for a complete freedom like Jesus is free. And thank you, Lord, also, uh, also just to, for um, delivering us from not having to please people, but just to walk with you, Lord. Mm. And uh, we are not, like, thank you, Lord, that we don't have to be also uh, responsible for people's responses to, to what we share. Or, um, but I just pray for a new day, Jesus, for freedom, for a, freedom from fear and from heaviness and and that we can get in touch with with our own heart god and with the holy spirit inside of us god mm. in this simple way of love in this simple way where we feel actually we we want to we want to follow you, jesus we want to be with you we want to actually in the morning we want to read from the bible it's exciting we want to 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 just to listen to you and we want to just be a blessing and go on this adventure together with you and and see how you can 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 touch people's lives in the middle of this uh, society right now where you can do miracles today and you can change lives today much more than what most people believe so we just uh pray for your blessing upon all of us into this and let the movement go go ahead jesus amen amen, amen. beautiful Amen. Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. And uh, thank you, everyone uh, watching and uh, listening. Uh, as usual, uh, yeah, we are on Facebook Live and you can uh, yeah, follow the episodes also on the streaming flat platforms. Uh, you name it. There's a lot of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we see you next week on Monday and we'll be back uh, with the leadership focus uh, of Jesus Walks podcast. So 
have a great week and uh, yeah let's continue to dive deeper in jesus and what he has for us okay blessings bye-bye bye-bye bye